This episode of Sessionable is brought to you by Dave's Travel and Events Group, voted Best Tour and Transport Operator in the New South Wales Tourism Awards. Well done, team. If you want to know why they're award-winning, why not check out one of their great beer experiences, like their half-day or full-day tours of Canberra. You know, for the longest time, Canberra has been known for two things. Legal fireworks and... Oh, no, I can't mention that second thing, can I? Um... Uh, Questacon? Let's say Questacon. But it should be known for three things, really. And that third thing is its ever-expanding beer scene. So if you'd like to check out the great beers of the nation's capital, book a tour now at daves.com.au. This episode of Sessionable is also brought to you by the Institute of Beer. If you're after some more in-depth knowledge of beer and beer styles, outside of the bunch of us just bantering about beer based on some random dice roll, why not check out one of the courses that the Institute of Beer offers? like their Fool's Guide to Beer, or maybe their Faults and Flavors program. They're a really cool bunch of people who have way more experience than we do, and they actually know what they're talking about. So go check them out at theinstituteofbeer.com. Previously on Style Roulette. Um, so we've got Czech Dark Lager. Czech Dark Lager. Yeah, cool. yum. Interesting. I know this one might be one that Liam's uh, keen on. I know this is a style he likes. Yeah. And now the conclusion... Sessionable. Welcome everyone to Sessionable. I am Adrian and I'm joined by Tom. That's me. And Liam today. Hey, how you going? <laughs> Liam's shaking his head at me. Every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. That's me. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> um, we're in a, an odd location this time. We're in we a different location. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah. We haven't. Not odd. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. actually rare. I love this it's bar. It's a beer cafe. So yeah. Yeah. It, is. it is a beer bar. Yeah. Um, it's my beer cafe, guys. No, apparently. Yeah. Tommy's. Tommy's. I never, yeah. Tommy, never called you Tommy, though. No, I know. I if used it, to be if called was, Tommy. If it was yeah. Dickhead's beer. All Dickhead right. <laughs> Whoa. Claws are out. 46 seconds. Jesus Christ, guys. That's a new record, maybe. No, it's not. I think <laughs> Why are we at Tommy's Beer Cafe, guys? Um, so this is Style Roulette. Um, we are doing Style Roulette, and the style, as we agreed upon last episode, is uh, 3D in the um, BJCP style guard, which is uh, Czech Dark Lager. And we thought, there's no better place in Sydney to try Czech Dark Lager than uh, Tommy's Beer Cafe, which yeah. specializes in... It's a Czech, ca- Czech beer Czech cafe. Beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I have to apologise for the fact of how long it's taken to do this episode, and that's probably because I've insisted that I do this one. Well, you do live next door. Well, not only that, I just love Czech Dark Lagers. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it is literally like two minutes This is your first Starlet episode, isn't it? It, it is, is my first yeah. Starlet episode. And I insisted on doing this one because I fucking love Czech Dark yeah. Lagers. And Tommy's is two minutes walk from my house. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, for those who don't know, Starlet, uh, every episode we choose a random style from the BJCP, the Beer Judge Certification Program Style Guide, which is, I think, generally considered to be the most comprehensive, the mo- like the, the best list two. of there's the styles. There's like the BA and then there's yeah. BJCP, and a lot yeah. of like the judging or the uh, like the you know like um, the awards yeah. or the shows and stuff like that. They choose either one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so if it's not the most used, it's in the top two most used. So and it's yeah. it's probably the yeah it's probably the more definitive that I think the BA can be a bit more quick to put new styles yep. on yeah but um I've you know Cicero uses BJCP so I've, I've always used BJCP BJCP is the one I've always used as well like it. and it yeah. helps you know um we, we'll we'll link as we always do in the show notes too there's apps for your phone that, that yeah. have all the program all the all the thing and if you want to follow along at home yeah um but yeah what are we drinking so 
we're drinking, and I'm going to apologise for my pronunciation. I think we should. We, there'll be some bad in general for, because yeah, so any any, any Czech uh, speaking <laughs> listeners, uh, we're going to we're going to butcher the. Yeah. the, the so we're drinking the Chernova. I yeah, believe it's, I think it's called Chernova. Chernova, yeah, like think, Chernova yeah. dark lager. Um, you know, it's one of more, one of the more popular, readily available dark yep. dark lagers, uh, especially in Australia. Yeah, Budva, yeah. Kozel, and Chernova probably yeah, the I think the ones you'd, you'd three see most here the most. Yeah, and it's on tap, so we're having it on draft yeah. um, um, here at Tommy's. Yeah, um, which is which is uh, very exciting, and it's it's a it's a beautiful style of beer. It's um, yeah. you do get uh, you know uh, a bunch of those darker flavors. With a nice, easy finish. Yeah. Um, um, we'll go into that in a bit in a sec. So, I mean, yeah, I fell in love with Czech dark lagers when I went to the Czech Republic. Um, I went, went to Prague, oh, would have been four or five years ago Yeah, um, on holidays and went, based myself out of Prague, but went to a few other places as well. Um, I went to Pilsen. Yeah. Nice. Went, uh, which is cool. Um, and if I recommend anyone who's in the Czech Republic... Jump on a train and go to Pilsen. I I, I would also recommend yeah. that. Super you went to Pilsen. You I went did. To, yeah. yeah, Pilsen's yeah. fantastic. It's, I didn't go when I went, unfortunately. Ah, That's awesome! Like seriously, yeah. Pilsen Oakwell Brewery is like the Willy Wonka of. It's such of a good It's amazing, yeah. and it is, and it's constantly. I've, I've probably brought this on the podcast four or five times, but it is one of my favorite beer experiences I've ever had. It, it, yeah. And you know, as a man who's done a couple of brewery tours in his time, well, it's a it's a pretty, pretty bloody good like, brewery tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, you know, I'd say you're an expert in brewery tours by now. I wouldn't call myself an expert. I've done a few of them. Yeah, you yeah. know, I hosted a bunch of them. I I I do yeah. do brewery tours. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, awesome. It's, it awesome is. It's, yeah, it's a fantastic tour. Yeah, um, anyway, but yeah. So yeah. in the Czech Czech Republic, um, Czech Republic is an amazing place for beer. Yep. And they're so proud of their local beers. Yep. And it's so fucking cheap as well. Like, it is literally yeah, cheaper to get a, a pint of, of Czech beer than a bottle of water. And just the quality of the beer in Czech Republic, like, you're, you know, so where the good. standards, you got to walk in any pub and you're going to get a VB or a two is new. Over there, it's going to be either a Budvar bar or a Pilsner Oakwell Pilsner bar. Yeah. And you're going to get things like Chernobyl on tap as, like, this is basically the equivalent of two is old, I guess you could say, or carton black. Well, I mean, and, and, yeah. and in more ways than one, like that is the yeah. sort of the, the equivalent style that we'd have here. And you know, because you know, and reading the Czech Republic, it's pretty much always pilsners to some degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, or la- it's, you know, it's a, they're lager drinking, and they're, they're great. And having Czech lagers fresh from the source, or having them in Czech Republic, so much better than the bottled version we get here. But I think. The Czech dark lagers is you get a bit tired of just drinking pilsners all the time. So the Czech dark lagers have a lot of flavour, and I think they actually hold up for travel really yeah. well. Yeah, um, that's why I just love drinking them. And I, like I love Czech beers, and I would if I'm going to have a Czech beer here, I'll probably end up having a dark one in Australia than yeah. than, yeah. than than a lager, which which won't yeah. than a, a straight pilsner, which won't um, yeah. travel nearly as well. I think yeah, the, the these beers are again yeah, you get those beautiful you know. Richer, darker flavors. Um, you got some nice, but still not really heavy, and no. I, it still has a touch of that almost like hefeweizen, like banana like character. Yeah, there's still a bit as of well. um, a few, a bit of like some fruity esters. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what um, what should we expect from from this type of beer according to the style, style um, guidelines? Aroma you're looking for sort of rich, deep maltiness. Check. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, Optional. Sorry, as well, in, as is in, that a good? Yeah. I just realised I'm oh, not as in check as in like yes, I am definitely getting that <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's a me joke. That's a Tomism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? But even um, I pulled it off better than you did, Tom. So <laughs> yeah. Optional qualities Ooh. such as bread crusts, toasts, 
Uh, nuts, cola, dark fruit, or caramel. Um, I think cola is an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. Because that is something I do. I know. get a bit of like a dark molasses. So that's yeah. sort of that caramel. Thing. I actually, I, you know what? I don't like that descriptor because it just covers everything that's that, dark. that a dark malt is going to give you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, um, I think what it's basically reading between the lines, it's saying that like you, you can get one of many things. Yeah. There's a, quite a large spectrum when it comes yeah, to yeah, yeah. dark lines. Um, it's also saying low spicy hop aroma. Yep. Um, and. Uh, some, some fruity esters, uh, plums and berries, it says. Is, okay. uh, and, and, and low diacetyl. And it, says the yeah. ro- and it says the roastiness should not be overpowering. No. Yeah, um, roasted, yeah it, it, it uh, should not overwhelm the base malt character. Um, we've, the Chernavar is quite a... It, it, dark lagers are obviously dark. This one is pretty much black. It's definitely... Yeah, yeah it is um, quite dark. Some of the other ones are, have a lot more of that almost a ruby hue to yeah. them. Um, this one's quite quite dark. Yeah, you, you definitely get that kind of cola look to it. Yeah. Like the the edges of it are dark brown. Yeah, but in the middle, it's pretty pretty opaque. Yeah, yeah and then um, flavor wise, yeah, you're looking at uh, complex maltiness. Yep. with uh, some uh, light to moderate malt sweetness. So I guess um, it kind of follows the aroma then, and the aroma, yeah. the aroma, very much the same as the aroma. Um, medium to medium full body, uh, considerable mouthfeel without being too heavy. Um, and a bit creamy as well. Yep. I think this is right in the warehouse. I yeah, think. I think. I mean, it is. It, yeah. And the beautiful thing about European beers is they a lot of the styles are written after them. It's so too style. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's perfectly yeah. a style. And yeah. um, this isn't one that is uh, one of the one of the, the recommended yeah. at the end of the BJCP, but it is very much the style in it. And it yeah, for those who it. haven't looked at the BJCP, for each one they give you some sort of... Um, what, are they, what do they call it on the, on the page? Commercial, commercial examples. examples. Commercial examples, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's can be hard, particularly in Australia, because, uh, you know, particularly when you're looking at European beers and American beers, a lot of those commercial examples we can't get here. And yeah. also the BJCP was written in America, so all the very commercial American examples yeah. are the ones available in America. It's designed yeah. for people in America to get yeah. the beers. So a lot of the stuff we can't always get. So the Chernobyl is not on that list, but no. it was the one they had on tap yeah. here at Tommy's. Yeah. And to be honest, after tasting it and, and listening it's, to that... It's it, pretty perfect, yeah. It, it, I, I would definitely say this is a two-style two um, Czech Dark Lager. Cool. How, what do you think about the beer? Do you like I, it? I love this beer. It's, yeah. Yeah, this I really is enjoy very it. much yeah. my wheelhouse. Yeah, I, yeah. I, um, yeah I've, I've, been, I've really been, over the last few years, just realising that classic European beers are, you know, the stuff I go back yeah. to. Well, especially yeah. the ones that have been brewed for so long. Yeah. They, they've, they've just been brewed for it. so long for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. A so reason consistent. Why. And this yeah. is, it's, you could drink this all day. I actually don't remember how strong it was. I don't have the menu in front of me. But um, uh, it's not, it wouldn't be super strong. It'd be, I mean, the statistics for in the, this, the ABV 4.4 to 5.8 is the style. I think the it style. would definitely be in that. In I think, that yeah, range. it would yeah. be. Uh, we're drinking a pint of it. You could drink this all day and it's, it's not going to be too heavy. It's not going to be That's too... That's what I really like about yeah. it is because yeah. like, I, I love my dark beers, but I can't sit and have 20 Imperial Stouts. I can no. have 20 of it. Yeah, well, I can have yeah. a few of these yeah, in a row, absolutely. right? And um, I probably will, but yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah. It, 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 I, I love it. It's, um, but yeah, and you're talking about like definitely there's no diacetyl because they're spending a lot of time in maturation. Um, it really does yeah. have that creaminess, I think. Yeah. It does. But, but a little bit of diacetyl is fine yeah. in this style. But, you but this one, I'm not getting this anything one, no, at all. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but I can think of others that, yeah, I, 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 yeah. that is... That is that and particularly be, stuff that we'll be getting in the bottles and stuff in Australia. Yeah. And it know, wouldn't be it yeah. wouldn't be too... Like, a little bit of diacetyl wouldn't ruin this beer. It is a lager, yeah. and, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, but it just goes to show you that 
the Czechs have been making beers for so long and yep. they're doing it right for so long. Um, but yeah, and just they are so proud of their beers. Yep. And they should be. If this was my country's beers, I'd be oh, pretty yeah, bloody exactly. proud yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, 100%. Um, if, if Two Is Old was anywhere near this good, you know. So it's not, it's not bad, but, th- yeah. this beer in particular and Czech beers in general, do they get brought in by a particular distributor? Or? It's not like the German beers where like yeah. a lot of the German beers are being brought in by Urban Purvey Group. Yep. Um, with the Czech stuff, I think there's been a few... There's not one company brings all the Czech beers, yep. but I think even like, you know, like uh, Kozel, for example, there might have been at different points different people bringing it in. So um, I'm not sure who's bringing them in at the moment. Okay. I know back when I was um, running the bottle shop at Camperdown, I always had a fair few Czech beers on tap. Yeah. And it just so happens to be in the in the in the city in the West, there's quite a lot of uh, a Czech population. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here at Tommy's, and I'd say we're probably the only ones who don't have any Czech heritage as customers at the moment. Mm, I'd say yeah. And there's quite a few people yeah. here. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we go out the back in the beer garden. There's quite a lot of people here, and yeah. it's um. You know, this is as a Wednesday saying, night. It's not you know, it's not oh, particularly but busy. But I, yeah. I pop in here once every few weeks, and there's always like this. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. We've got some food coming. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Sessionable. Ever been in the work function and it's just cheap drinks on a boat for like the fifth year in a row, and you think to yourself, "Ugh, I wish I was doing something fun." Well, Dave's Travel and Events Group can help you out with that. With Dave's Events, they can hook you up with some great team building activities like axe throwing. Or they can curate a nice degustation matched with some good beer. Or they can even help you brew your own beer for your staff and clients. Whatever your needs, Dave's Events can customise an awesome local beer experience for your workplace. So it doesn't have to be just drinks in a boat. Although it can totally be drinks in a boat. For more info, check out daves.com.au. So we're back from eating food oh, here, here at So yeah, we had to have it a very abrupt break because our food came. Arrived, yeah. Um, and, well, why don't we go around and say what we ate and, and how good it was? Yeah. yeah. So I, I did the, um, the the goulash yeah. with a nice. side of mash, which was pretty awesome. It actually paired really well with the, the dark lager. Right. Well, I think, I think uh, spoiler alert, I think that might be a theme. Yeah. yeah. Adrian, what did you have? I had a bit of your goulash. That was really good. Yeah. And I also had the... Uh, chicken schnitzel. Jaeger schnitzel. Jaeger schnitzel, I believe it's called. Yeah. yeah. They call it the hunter schnitzel, which is a which is the translation. translation. Yeah. Yep. Very tasty. Came with mash and some uh, red cabbage. Delicious. Uh, and like a really good creamy mushroom sauce, mm. which is like totally my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I got a mixed sausage plate. Um, what, what, what was on it? Um, so it was like four or five different sausages, mash, gravy, um, horseradish and mustard mm-hmm. uh, and some sauerkraut. And I'm nice. all about that. And I think all three dishes, different, but just that beautiful, like, hearty, yeah. you know, European. Oh, just, I love it so much. It, it's, yeah, I've, I miss that food. And, it's um, so filling, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. and it goes really well with this beer. Yeah. Just all of it mm. does. Yeah. This is mm. beer food, right? It's, it is. Yeah. It's beer food. Yeah, I really like the goulash. had that, you know, a nice level of spice with the paprika and stuff like that. And that and the dark malts yeah. just works really well. But I think, yeah, all three of those dishes are is great pairings but yeah exactly um, so Tommy's Beer Cafe that's the that's, that's what highly I recommend yeah. highly recommend coming yeah. to Tommy's I do it often and I will do it more yeah, yeah. I'll definitely do it more yeah. and, I'm, and I'm sure if you're listening to this episode in other parts of Australia you can find a classic European beer cafe, beer cafe. it doesn't have yeah. to be Czech it can be German or Belgian Austrian or, or, yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, there's a lot around 
Yeah, I mean, like, goulash, I think, technically is a Hungarian dish. There is, but, it's, but there's different ones. Yeah, like, like, there yeah. is Hungarian goulash, there's Czech yeah. goulash, there's Bavarian goulash, there's, like, You know, and, like, everything we know. had, you could have got from the Bavarian, I guess, to some degree. Yeah, it would just yeah. be, yeah. be slightly different. Different, and, yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, but um, yeah, yeah great and it actually reminds me a lot of my trip to the Czech Republic because yeah. like the food is just so I, hearty I, I love goulash I, yeah. yeah I used to when I lived in uh, Europe that would be my go-to thing to make because it's so easy to make I've well, never made goulash actually yeah. I should it, do it's, that it's yeah. easy like, yeah. it's like a stew right yeah so basically it's a spi- paprika yeah. heavy spice yeah. stew yeah, yeah. basically yeah. And, um, and over there you buy like um, you buy your, 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 your meat all chunked up already like so yeah yeah and the the beautiful thing about stews is that you can use, you know, tough cuts and yep. just slow cook yeah, them to chuck make steak them really or nice, yeah, nice yeah. and tender. It was beautiful. It was really nice and soft. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just reminds me of that trip because like the food is just so heavy that we were having like literally like one meal a day, and that would fill you up, and that would yeah. fill you up. You'd you know probably just have a really light toast and a coffee in the morning, yeah. and then you'd have either lunch or dinner, and that was it that, because. Yeah. By the time you get something like that and a whole bunch of dumplings, you know, bread dumplings and stuff on the side, yeah. like you are oh. not feeling hungry. I was thinking of getting bread dumplings as a side. Bread dumplings are ridiculous. I love oh, them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like you can just feel them expanding in your stomach <laughs> after you're eating them. Like, I am pretty full. <laughs> yeah. So how, how are you finding the beer now? It's, you know, I, I've got a nice coating of food in my mouth. Yeah, and, and the beer's warmed up a bit. Yeah. Um, still still creamy. Well. Um, the, thing, the, the good thing about it is it's, it's not too heavy, so... Uh, I always struggle drink, drinking and eating at the same time in general, and that won't change depending on the beer, but it it helps if you want to wash something down if it's not too heavy. Mm. Yeah. If you're having like a barley wine with your food, it's going to be a struggle. It's tough. Yeah. Um, I think the, the interesting thing about this is as light as it is, it still has a... It still cov- coats your mouth. Um, with the beer flavour, like you, yeah. the, the art, the, it, it stays there for a while. Oh, and it still definitely has a lot of flavour. Yeah, it's got big bold flavour. It's just not a big beer, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the the key is that the the body isn't overpowering. No, the alcohol content isn't overpowering. No, I really like that fruity, the yeah. fruity yeast character of it. You know, and as a dark lager, it actually is almost like an English ale yeast. It's got that really big yeah. fruity note, and it's just really nice. But yeah, I just love it. Do we want to talk a bit about the history of the style? Yeah, I think sure. It might be time for so we have to cut away Adrian's to story time. Adrian's story time. Should we do like a theme song for this? I think I, I think, think yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put work some music on that. Underneath. We'll work yeah, on that. We'll, you know. Yeah. It was actually pretty tough to find any solid info on the history of Czech dark lager. Even the BJCP Star Guide only has a quick line about it, and it doesn't really give too much insight. It does, however, mention that the Ufleku Brewery in Prague has been around since. 1499. So I decided to look into them and found that they've been brewing their iconic dark lager since 1843. That date is significant because it's the year after a brewery in Pilsen started brewing their revolutionary golden lager that became known as the Pilsner. Now it makes sense that a proliferation of dark lagers followed soon after pale lagers became a big thing. Although there were certainly similar beers being brewed in the region well before that, with the dark lagers of Bavaria being one of the more popular styles at the time. In fact, it's very likely that the brewers of Bohemia and the western part of the modern-day Czech Republic shared many similarities with their Bavarian counterparts, and it's probably safe to assume that Czech dark lagers took at least some stylistic inspiration from what is now known today as the Munich Dunkel, which is style 8A in the BJCP guidelines for those interested. 
Anyway, after the 1948 communist coup, breweries in Czechoslovakia were nationalised. Restrictions were placed by the central planners that curbed a lot of variety and innovation. The two main beer styles that continued to be brewed during this time were pale lagers and dark lagers. And it can be argued that this environment helped with the preservation of traditional brewing methods for these particular styles throughout the communist regime. After the Velvet Revolution of 1989 and the introduction of capitalism, breweries struggled to stay afloat, with many being sold off or closed down. Ufleku was one of the breweries that survived this tumultuous period, now attracting tourists and locals alike, and helping to carry the torch of Czech dark lager. Oh, and just a quick note before I finish, the style in the BJCP guidelines actually covers the two main Czech dark beer classifications, which are Tamavi Lezak, which means dark lager, and the stronger Tamave Specialny, meaning dark special. All right, should we uh, wrap this up and head on to recommendations? Yeah, sure. Well, do we need to roll for the next style? Oh, yeah, oh, we very do, good don't point. we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Should we do recos first and then roll for the next yeah, style? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, so, non beer recommendations, Adrian? Yeah, I'll start. Yeah. Um, been trying to listen to more and more music recently, and this punk band called Tiny Moving Parts is coming out with an album. Depending on when this episode comes out, it might have already come out. So I haven't listened to the new album yet because it hasn't come out yet. Right. But I've been listening to the old album, Cel- Celebrate. And yeah, it's just awesome. Really kind of has that pop punk emotion yeah. to it. Old school, not not super complicated. Just reminds me of, you know, growing up and pretending to be cool by listening to punk music. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. It's like I, I don't have to pretend yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's like I'm cool again. I mean, it's like awesome. I'm pretending to be cool again. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. tiny moving parts celebrate. But where are they from? Uh, from the US. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where in the US, but yeah. That's right. Yeah, cool. Um, I've uh, been trying to read a bit more this year. That's what I'm going to try and do. Read some more books. Uh, and Books that don't have illustrated pictures in yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, those exist. <laughs> and I've, uh, I've, I've literally, I started reading this series a few days ago. I think maybe four or five days ago, and I'm already three books deep into the series. Um, what is it? I've Classic just been Tom. Really getting into it. It's um, mm. the Rivers of London series by Ben Aronovich. Ar- Aronovich. Okay. Um, it's an urban fantasy, so it's about a London detective working for the you know metropolitan police um, one day and he discovers that magic is real and um that so it's a, harry potter but he's a he it's adult and he's a policeman <laughs> nah, um, yeah. but it's wait adult harry potter i think i've seen that one um, so is it adult harry potter from the perspective of a muggle police officer uh he's not quite a muggle police officer Ooh, yeah. he, uh, spoiler well you've learned that pretty quickly um <laughs> but it's really it's 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 not you know, high literature, but it's very fun. Um, I think it's very well written. Uh, you really get a sense for the, yeah. the character. It's um, uh, first person, so you. Is you know, it you written do... for adults? Or yeah, is it... it's written for adults. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How long is the series? I think there's like six or seven books. Okay. Um, so you're already three books out of yeah. whatever. Fuck, you don't do anything by halves, do you? No, he no, really, no, really doesn't. He <laughs> really doesn't. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, it's really helpful because it's on. A, I've got it on the Kindle, so I finish a book, and then there's literally when you finish the book, there's a button. It's like buy next book, and that's you're like, dangerous. Yeah, yes. okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Um, 
Yeah, and so so I, I, I just you know if if you're not sure if it's for you, like you'll know if it's for you if, if, by just the description. I'm I'm really into genre like science fiction, fantasy, yeah. and that's what I like to read. It's comfort. It's you know it's it's nice, and uh, this has been really enjoyable. And I've been meaning to read it for a while, and I um, sat down and read it, and uh, stopped reading it really. Cool. Um, I I need to read more. I haven't read a book that's not about. Beer, beer for yeah. a long time. Um, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do this year is, is read more books because I read, I think I read one book or two books last year and that's not enough. I need to read yeah. more because um, I, I love reading. Reading's great. Um, I actually just over the Christmas break we watched all the Harry Potter movies. Nice. Just because I, I well, not, I've, they're, nev- they're I've never been a massive Harry Potter uh, fan. I, 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 I was. It's, I, a, good I it. yeah, it's a good yeah. It's a good watch. So um, yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. I might yeah. give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah it's, it's, it's fun. Cool. Um, I've got a music recommendation as well, and cool. it's um, I'm trying. I don't think I've recommended them before, but long story is um, I did like my my MacBook died, so I had to take it in. So and I'd never actually backed it up, so I had to back it up before it took it in to get fixed. And then I whipped out my old like fucking hard drive to back it up, and I realised there was like backups from my old computer. And I found a whole bunch of music that I had on my old computer, which yes. I never had moved over. And, um, you know, and I found some awesome stuff that I used to listen to. So I've been listening to a band called Lopan, and it's a stoner rock band from Ohio. And they've about, I think, about four or five albums out. But I've been listening to their, I think, their second album called Sasquatch. And it was, yeah, and they've got a few albums that I've been listening to. Yeah, this really fuzz, riff heavy stoner rock. But, like, the singer is a bit like Maynard from Toolish. Okay. But yeah. And the thing is that he is a massive dude. Like he is a big man and he has a very delicate voice for a big man. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. Getting back in my stoner up. So yeah. It was a Low nice. pan. Yeah. All right. Cool. Dig it. Sweet. Um, beer recommendations. I'm going to go... Uh, Ekim has a new Fuck. New England IPA. <laughs> I hate you. God, I was drinking and I'm like, I'll go, I'll go, the, I'll go that. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, sorry, Tom. It's called the Hoax Pocus. Oh. If anyone had the Upside Down IPA a few months ago from... Uh, I think it was released during Beer Week from Ekim. It's great very beer. similar to that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this one. Cool. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. Yeah, it's, it's very, very good. I, yeah. As you, you might have been able to tell, I was, that's what I was going to recommend. <laughs> really? Couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Do you I'll, want me to go next? No, no, I've got, I've got one. Yeah. I've, I've got one. I'll switch it. Um, so uh, at the pub that I used to work at, uh, the Royal Albert Hotel. Oh, did you leave? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I, I don't think you've told anyone. Um, <laughs> the, thanks, Adrian. <laughs> um, uh, Mick uh, recently put on a cast-conditioned version of the beer farm uh, Australian bitter pale ale. Ooh. Proper cast conditioned. Yeah. It's Do you miss that? It's really nah, good. No. Oh, I, I can't believe you didn't try it today. Yeah. yeah. I, I, proper, proper yeah. Ca- like, yeah. You know, I actual... just went and had two IPLs because yeah, yeah. that's just my go-to. Wow. So I blame you as bartenders. I'm not a bartender I blame. Anymore. I'm blaming yeah. Adrian. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there's a cast conditioned IPL coming as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I blame you because as a bartender, you should have. I should have said you, something, and you should get your stuff. Yeah, well, you got a water as soon as you came in, so <laughs> I just walked from the rocks <laughs> and um, with haste to get there for a meeting. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, so that that would be my. I think it's it, tasting really good, beautiful. It, it it's, is. It, it, it's just changed completely. Yeah, it's yeah. A very different beer than the now that you've cast conditioned it, um, it and it, yeah. it feels like calling an Australian bitter is perfect now. Like it, it yeah. really does. 
it's so much that. brighter yeah. and you can like the hops punch out more and yeah. the bitterness and is but it's got a, more, a kind of a prominent deeper um sort of uh, a body and mouth feel than it, than it yeah. did before as well. It, it, everything just seems to be better. Um, it really does remind me of drinking proper car scales yep. in it England. Really does. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. So that's, it that's is it be... is a proper car scale. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's it. And yeah. then, and you know, we we've had uh, pubs dabble in car scales in Sydney a bit. But, and um, I think it. I think it's still going to take a while for everyone to get it right. But I think this is a good sign. Yeah. That um, it's actually. Yeah. Gonna mm. work. Yep. So that, that'd be mine. Cool. Um, I, you know, we were sitting here on Glee Point Road and um, actually went out to uh, last night and had a couple of drinks, caught up with some people, and I was um, popped into the record crate. Have you ever been to the record crate up the road? I've been a few times. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I've never been there. Um, and so the thing with Glee Point Road is that particularly over Christmas, a lot of the places closed down. Like a lot of the restaurants were yeah. closed down, a few of the bars did as well. So I dropped into the record crate and it was kind of awkward because they were doing like a live acoustic show and like um, you know when you go with someone and you haven't seen for ages you just want to sit and chat and yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. awkward because there's a, an acoustic yep. show on and it's like uh, okay it, it so reminds like, me of um, one of the earlier Sydney Beer Weeks and we went to Yuli's for like a chat and there was a, like a slam poetry <laughs> competition <laughs> going on and you kind of feel guilty because you just want to catch up with someone but um, yeah yeah, I think because they they closed and just reopened, so like half their taps are out, and pretty much all they had on were the Young Henrys. And um, I was like, oh, we'll get a beer. So I got the Young Henrys Summer Hop Ale. Yeah, on tap. Have you tried it on tap? I don't think I. Well, it was I don't think so. Really yeah. good. I did like, have a few titties of that at New Year's. And, yeah, that was mine. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. They were in no, the big yeah, ice bucket, no, no. mate. Yeah. I mean, like, I, so I bought some tinnies. And no, like titties were just pretty smashable. Yeah, but I, on tap, it was tasting really yeah. good. Um, and first time in a long time, I've probably recommended a Young Henry's beer, but the summer hop out was. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed nice. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I they did it last year as well. I think. Um, yeah, they've tweaked yeah. it each time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, yeah. which is which yeah. is fun. I think that's. A, but that's um, a good yeah, thing it was a really good beer. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, and especially if we don't get regular hop ale anymore, like it's nice to have a. A successor, right? Well, it's, it's seasonal, right? So yeah. they do a winter and a summer. Yeah. That, but yeah. they don't do the regular hop ale anymore, right? No, that's, that's replaced that's gone, that. yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm all for that. Awesome. Should we um, roll for the next style? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. Okay. Depending on its quality, so, depends what? if I'm going to turn up next next summer. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring an actual dice. I didn't bring time, actual so dice. So we're doing an electronic dice. Yeah. But um, here we go. Back I'm rolling here. my 34-sided dice. Um, 21 is... Um, 21 is IPA. Here we go. New England? What's, okay. what, what, I have to, what number's New England? I have to do a <laughs> there, is no, there is New England IPA. Boom. I have to do a, an eight-sided die. And that is three, which Ooh. is Belgian IPA. Oh, shit. Thoughts? That's going to be an interesting one. How are we going to get some yeah. Belgian IPA? We'll be able to get some, won't we? What's up with the fucking European styles? Come on. <laughs> Well, uh, we're going to Bucket Boys tomorrow. We'll be yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, yeah. Th- there's a lot. There's there's a lot more than Czech lagers, I think, available in terms yeah. of Australian yeah. beers. So, or even yeah. American. We'll be able to get. Yeah, some, we'll yeah. get some Belgian IPAs. Yeah. All so right. special. So this is 21C, specialty IPA, Belgian IPA, is what we're going to go for. Sweet. Awesome. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on a Star Roulette, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should, uh, we should get you back. Actually, uh, <laughs> taking some time out from your busy schedule. and uh, I, I, I think from now on, I would love to do the Star Roulette. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's fun... It's um, uh, right up yeah. my, my alley. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Sweet. So if you do like the podcast... Please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, it means a lot to us. Minimum five stars, preferably six stars. 
Is sure. that a thing? Yeah, well, um, let's make it a thing. And yeah. there's a new thing on yeah. iTunes where if you're leaving a one to four star review, it's just better to email the podcast. Yeah, just say <laughs> you hate us. If anyone's bothered yeah. to review us, I'd, I'd be happy. Yeah, please, just just give us a review. Yeah. It, it really helps us um, uh, be more discoverable on iTunes, yeah. which is the big, uh, yeah. the big gum thing. Uh, um, as always, you can catch the podcast at Sessionable Pod on Twitter. Um, we're we're also on, on Instagram Facebook and Facebook and Instagram. Um, Sessionable Podcast. Yep. And sessionablepodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Yep. And the podcast is available on sessionable.net. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, guys. Sweet.